Hey people, welcome to another episode of Not Another Sales Podcast. I'm Chris Hatfield, aka Not Another Sales Guy. I'm a sales coach and consultant who works with coaches, business owners, and people in the world of sales who want to become more comfortable and confident in selling in their own natural human way. If you're enjoying the podcast episodes and would like to access some great free resources linked to the podcast series through the monthly newsletter, which also includes podcast extracts and news on upcoming masterminds, live streams and events, then you can email me chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com. That's chris.hatfield at notanothersalesguy.com and quote, let's do this. This episode of Not Another Sales Podcast is brought to you by Mindful Talent, a global coaching organization that trains aspiring coaches and innovative leaders. Their programs, The Trusted Coach and The Trusted Leader, are founded on the principles of mindfulness and developed in alignment with contemporary neuroscience, offering a globally recognized coaching qualification that is accredited by the Association for Coaching. Their online blended learning program has qualified hundreds of participants around the world, helping them to gain an edge in life and in business by increasing their emotional and social intelligence and their ability to connect with others. If you're interested in training with this incredible organization, which I would highly recommend, then you can visit their website and use my personalized URL code to gain 10% off any of their programs. www.mindfultalent.coach That's www.mindfultalent.coach and reference my code, not another sales. And now, on with the episode. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another mini-series on Not Another Sales Podcast. This mini-series is focused all around the world of sales evolution. In the following four episodes, you're going to hear from four different guests who will be taking you through the topics. First of all, managing your mindset in sales, uncovering your customers' challenges, how to stand out from the crowd, and expanding your network. The first episode today is managing your mindset in sales. The world of sales can be a tough and lonely place, but it can also provide some of the most memorable moments of your life. No day is the same and things change in an instance. So how do you go about managing your mindset to ensure you stay consistent and avoid getting stuck in the negatives? Here's my guest to answer these questions. Sit back, grab a pen and pad and enjoy. What's going on, everybody? James Bodden here, and I'm excited to take a few minutes to talk about something that I believe is very important when it comes to success in sales, which is managing your mindset. Everybody knows if you've been in sales for 10 years or 10 minutes, you've heard that being in sales can be a roller coaster. There are lots of highs and there are lots of lows. When I first got into sales 10 years ago, I quickly realized that there were days in the week where things went really, really well, and I noticed how greatly that affected my mood and the positivity that it generated and how that spurred productivity. And then on the flip side, I noticed when things didn't go my way, how that negativity and that negative mindset took me literally out of the game mentally for sometimes days, weeks on end. And so it became very apparent to me that I needed to figure out a way to manage my mindset. And the way that I've done that 
It's not something that's going to happen overnight. It's something that's going to take practice and application on a daily basis. But I call it staying in the middle. Staying in the middle for me means not getting too carried away with the wins and not dwelling on the losses. For example, if I, as an SDR, sales development rep, set a meeting with a key prospect, I'm going to definitely make sure that I take time to high five my buddy next to me, to let my team know the great news, and take a few minutes to really soak up that good feeling of finally achieving that goal that takes a lot of work takes a lot of work to to reach your goal as a salesperson so you definitely need to take time to celebrate those wins but i always give myself a time limit literally a time limit on how long i allow myself to celebrate those wins because in the past what would happen is although a product of the win was a positive attitude and increased productivity initially, my ego would get involved. And I would start feeling like maybe I don't need to work as hard as I was because I've got a few wins under my belt now. So by giving myself a specific time frame to celebrate that win and then literally wipe it from my mind and step right back up to the clean slate. That's the way that I can manage not getting carried away with the win and ultimately losing in the long run. On the flip side, when I deal with a loss or some sort of negative thing in my workday, which to be completely honest, as a salesperson, you're going to deal with much more negativity than positivity. I have to make sure that I apply that same kind of discipline to my mindset when it comes to negativity. So let's say I set a meeting. This is actually a perfect example because this illustrates the ups and downs that sales can bring. So Let's say I'm celebrating that meeting that I set. Let's say I took that time to high five my buddies and coworkers and and enjoy that moment. And then meeting time rolls around and the prospect doesn't show for any number of reasons. But that definitely throws a curveball in your day. It's not positive. It's not something that you want to have happen, but look, it happened the guy didn't or the gal didn't show up. And so what I have tried to do, and it's helped me immensely, has been recognize the negativity because you have to address it. You can't run away from it. Running away from it creates a whole entire different set of problems (laughs) if you start running away from the negativity. So you face it. And then Go ahead and take a few minutes to be mad about it. Go ahead and take that time to feel those negative feelings. But again, put a time limit on it. For me, with those kind of feelings, it needs to be short. So maybe, you know, five or 10 minutes, you take a walk outside, you kind of talk to yourself, God, you know, 
the prospects said that they were going to show up. They didn't show up. Whew. All right. Take a big, deep breath. Then the very next thing you have to do after you've given yourself that moment of really just kind of expressing how you're feeling, the next thing you need to do is immediately kind of assess what you could have done differently and can do differently going forward so that you can minimize those negative experiences by including as much into your circle of influence as possible. Your circle of influence as a salesperson is what keeps you in the middle. Your circle of influence is the things that you can do to help achieve the outcome that you desire. Managing your circle of influence and staying in the middle emotionally, aka managing your mindset in sales, is, if not the most important, one of the most important things that a sales professional needs to learn because it's a long career. It's a lot of ups and downs. And to be honest, if you don't figure out a way to manage your mindset, you're going to get burnt out and you're not going to be enjoying yourself. And nothing hurts sales and a salesperson's career more than not enjoying what you're doing because it shows. Those are my thoughts on managing your mindset as a sales professional. And I look forward to speaking with you guys soon. Hey, everybody, this is Keenan. I want to talk about managing your mindset in sales. Look, like anything in life, the way you win and how winners win is winners start with the mind. If you think Tiger Woods is a great golfer because he's got a great golf swing, you're crazy. If you think Lindsey Vaughn is a dope skier because she had better talent for skiing, you're crazy. In spite of all their natural talent, they had to have a strong mind. They had to win the battle of the mind. And the battle of the mind is this. Our minds are going to tell us to quit. And in sales, with all the negativity, all the no's, all the hangups, uh, the missed quotas or the, the missed monthly quotas because you had a bad month or a bad qu- uh, quarter, whatever, our minds will play tricks on us. Our minds are going to try to work us over and try to tell us we're not any good, try to tell us we're just too tired. They're not going to want to let us get up at 4.30 in the morning and get it done. They're not going to want us to do the, the proposal. They're gonna, they're gonna, their mind is going to work on us and keep us down. And so therefore, we have to have a strong enough mind to turn ourselves into that powerhouse salesperson we want to be and deal with the difficulties. And this is how I do it. I don't put myself in a position or allow my mind to think that when somebody doesn't want to talk to me, if somebody, if I lose a deal, if I miss quota one month, I don't allow that stuff to be negative. It's actually just the opposite. I turn that stuff into positives. I create an environment in my mind that says, hey, I'm here to help my customers. I know that my products and services can make a difference in their world. I know that I can make a positive impact. And if for some reason they choose not to buy, if they won't give me the time, I look at it like them. It's their issue. It's their deal, not mine. It's not I'm not doing something right. It's they're missing it. They don't care enough about themselves to get there. They don't care enough about their business to put in the time. They're the ones with the weak mind. Right. As long as I know that I've done the work and that I spend the time building the value of my products and services that I spend the time making sure that I know what I'm offering, that what I'm putting forward can make a difference. 
then I don't take on their business. I don't take on their shit, right? I know that this isn't about me and I don't internalize it. I actually have empathy for them that they were unable to see what I could offer or I have empathy for them that they're not willing to put in the time. I have empathy for them that they're not willing to put in the effort to make their world better. And so I don't internalize their business. I don't own their shit. I don't take their stuff on. That's what I don't do. The second thing is when it comes to the little things, it's not involving another client. It's not involving no's or negatives, et cetera. It's just about doing my work. I focus on where I want to be. So I look at myself. I, I, it's 4.30 in the morning right now. And when I woke up at four o'clock, I was like, okay, I was tired. And I didn't want to get up, but I was like, listen, what do I want to accomplish today? Where do I want to be in two hours from now? Where do I want to be in six hours from now? Where do I want to be in a day from now? And how will getting up right this second get me there? And how will not getting up this second prevent me from getting there? So I start attaching my actions today into what I want tomorrow or just a couple hours from now. And the minute I can create value for myself. I can attach this one minute and getting up out of bed or this one minute taking the extra time to work on something I don't want to work on or to make the extra calls or to do the extra work. I simply ask myself, what is the return on this minute? What is the return on this minute? If I like that return and that's the return I'm looking for, it's an easy action. If I don't have to ask myself, then why do I even want to do this in the first place? What's going on? And I need to change course. But that's the absolute key here is don't take on other people's stuff when it comes to managing your mind. You don't take on their crap and you attach those negative feelings, those negative emotions. When your mind comes on or is, is Seth Godin likes to call it the lizard brain, when that starts to take over, quickly stop and ask yourself, what do I want to attain in the next few hours? And will this action right now move me closer to where I want to be in the next few hours? And will that next, what happens in the next few hours move me closer to where I want to be at the end of the day? And will that move me closer to where I want to be at the end of the week? And if I do that every single time, am I going to grow 1%? Am I going to get more work done? Am I going to be closer to my broader goals? Am I going to be more successful? And if the answer is yes, that automatically is going to make you take action. And it's going to push that negative stuff from your brain down. And it's going to um, suppress the negative parts of your brain that want to keep you from getting to where you want to be. All right, folks. So start focusing there. Don't let the negatives get on you. Attach the negatives to the positives. Don't take on other people's negatives and you will crush it. I'm Max Outchler, CEO of Sales Hacker and VP of Marketing at Outreach. And for me, my, managing my mindset is all about kind of managing my life first and foremost. Um, you really have to be good about setting goals for yourself at the beginning of the year and then at the beginning of each week and then checking back on those things and really understanding why it is that you're doing the things that you're doing. What is the underlying reason for doing it? And once you understand that, it kicks your passion into another year. Um, and I think that's super helpful to, to really understand what's your why, how are you using that? And then also understand what are those things that are outside of, um, outside of your life that really pick you up. For me, it's for me, it's hiking, getting out in nature. For me, it's coming home to my dogs and and my girlfriend, and you know, like seeing the dogs at the top of the staircase when you get in, and they're wagging their tails and they come and lick your face. Like that is 
it makes you just realize how small the the losses are and how it's just you know it's just it's a speed bump so having those things in your life and making sure you're you're good on your goals and your your kind of why and your purpose and fulfillment hey people thanks for listening to another episode of not another sales podcast if you want to stay up to date with the latest episodes and posts you can find me on instagram not another sales guy underscore in each of those words you can also find the podcast on all major platforms by typing not another sales podcast and also if you want to connect to me on linkedin i go by the name of chris hatfield so thanks again and stay tuned for another episode